1: I'm Kenny Jacket and you're listening to the On Average Wolves Fancast.
2: Hello, and welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. David Evans here, and on the podcast this week, There's loads of us this week.
0: Mm-hmm. We're a full house. Bandwagon jumpers, on, uh, <laughs> uh,
2: get to the, near the playoffs, and everyone wants to come on board. Uh, we've got Luke Thompson. Hello.
0: It's like a, like a choo choo train. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that was.
2: Hi. There we go. <laughs> uh, Rob Fletcher. Hello. Richard Hobbs. Hello, everyone. Jay Freeman. Hello there. Ben Husband. Hello. There we go. Still keeping your jacket on. Good that Yeah, look. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I'll take
2: it off off. Uh, On the podcast this week We're going to talk about the game against Derby And um, we're going to be discussing How many points we think Wolves are going to get in their final Seven games of the season Firstly, uh, Kevin Doyle has signed A pre-contract agreement with Colorado Rapids So he'll be leaving Wolves At the end of the season and join the MLS team In the summer Um, Kevin Doyle, nearly six years at the club At the end of this,
0: this season Has he been a good servant to Wolves? Don't rush it, once <laughs> I mean, I suppose he's been a good servant because we've had him for six years. You don't... Six years at a club nowadays is a lifetime in mm. footballing terms. So, I suppose, yeah, we've got a, had a good few number of years out of him, but I think... I wouldn't say the time's right because he probably should have gone two seasons ago.
3: I'd just but say it's a bit of a like a career of two halves, Doyle's had. Yeah. For the first... Mm. sort of Definitely for the first two years. Well, his first year was the standout player that we had. Um, then once sort of Fletcher came in as well, he sort of drifted off again. And I mean, since we've been relegated, he's been a shadow of the player anyway. Mm. So.
1: Might, mm. I think sort of in his second season, he picked up a knee, knee yeah. injury, didn't he? And I think sort of if you look at his progress from there, I think it's really sort of altered him.
3: Well, I think when Dahl got injured, Fletcher came in, didn't he, yeah. for the last few games. Yeah. And that's pretty much what kept us up, because he
2: was scoring goals quite yeah. regularly. Did anyone else see the picture of Fletcher's uh, car, yeah. new car? <sighs> yeah, not timing. It? It's not bad, is it really? Mm. I love it how everybody was having a go to him for uh, someone buying something they want because they had the money to buy <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 how dare you be rich? Yeah. Um, Kevin Doyle seemed to epitomise that lone striker. Role. I think he was the first player we had in since I can remember who could actually play up front in those early days and do it quite well.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean. You look at the other strikers on our books at that point. We had Keo, Ibalumo, and Ebanks Blake, and all of them were quite good with another player next to them. But Doyle seemed to be able to do the work of two men. Um, so I think he was a good sign. It was definitely a good signing. It's I, always, I forgot he was on record signing when he came, wasn't it? Yeah, for the 6 season, 5. To the yeah, wasn't it? It didn't almost feel like that big a risk as well when we signed him. I'd say for the first eighteen months, two years, I think he was a. One of our best players, and mm. I think you know timing's right. Have you, seen, by the way, have you seen the Colorado Rapids manager?
0: Yeah, with his mustache. It's got. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm trying. I'm not sure the best way of describing his look. Um, Mexican. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. Last um, game he managed, he came out wearing a dicky bow, and he has a quite a curly mustache as well. I'll try and tweet a picture of it later. So there's a but there's an another, character. There's
2: another MLS team. It's something. Um, oh, it's like Milwaukee or something like that where. Every time there's, there's a massive tree on the side of the pitch.
3: Oh, yeah, and they start cutting it down. Yeah,
2: like. every time someone scores, they cut a log, a part of this tree, and give it to it's the goal Paul scorer. And Timber. It yeah, the it's Timber. Pulls yeah. the timbers. yeah. 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 Literally, with a part of this log, literally, and there's a massive chainsaw, and this guy walks up like it's at Wembley Way, <laughs> yeah. and holds it up, and the goal scorer gets that bit of log. Oh, that's a, that's wow. a that is, wow. that is <laughs> something that we need to implement now <laughs> is that like killing, killing a wolf on the side <laughs> <place? Yeah. laughs> <We're laughs> sacrifice the wolf on
1: the there's your eight that's a slightly downgraded version of someone getting a six pack of Bankses and opening <laughs> yeah. one can and giving it to the goal scorer, <laughs> proper, proper stone cold. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Just... <laughs> what happened with Kevin then? Why did he seem to go off the radar and going downhill? Was it, was it mainly played. because of Fletcher, or no, was it because, he because... under Mick McCarthy? He burns. Pa- he burns you, people out. I you, think he, you know,
0: he ruins people. He ruins players. Mick McCarthy does. He's a terrible manager. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't like. I don't. And I think you know, there's several players that we had who were good, and then Mick McCarthy just ruined them. And I think that was Dawes' problem. That McCarthy, like Ben said, he just burnt him out.
3: If you look at how good he was uh, when we beat Man United, when we ended their unbeaten run, he played up front. It was when Ella Kobe scored or he mm. scored or one of the two. It, I've never seen him play that well since. I don't think he'd no. ever get anywhere near that again. I just think he, he peaked. I think he probably just peaked when he was at Wolves and then he's mm. just gone back gone back on a downward spiral, yeah. pretty much.
2: Hmm. I think we talked about it on the podcast for ages, but I always felt like that he'd almost become a midfielder. because mm. he, he, I, ne- I don't even really remember the last time I actually sort of saw him have a shot on goal. Well, he did very similar. McCarthy did a very similar thing with Keough.
3: Turned mm. them into just strikers that don't score goal. Mm. midfield Basically, mm. midfielders
4: up front, which is what he likes. He should do well in the MLS, though, because it's a similar level to the Championship, and on his day, I think he can still is it
0: it's worse it's, it's, have you seen many goals Bradley Wright Phillips has scored and good. he's terrible Yeah, he's shocked All right, I mean it
4: loosely similar <laughs> Yeah, it's
0: yeah. I wouldn't call it a massive step up. I mean it, it, he'll go there and he'll I would imagine be Colorado's standout player mm. MVP will he be as good as Robbie Keane going no, over there no, 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 no,
3: Robbie he's Keane. got like MVP like three years in a row. I hate even saying no, that. No, who? No, you know.
1: But
0: I mean, who else? I mean, who else even plays in America? You could compare him to. Captain very midfielders now. Yeah. Yeah. David Villa. Pedestal. Yeah, you know, he'll probably just just be on a par with, yeah. with Veer <laughs> Very average. Average football Doyle guy. via, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but I mean, if Bradley Wrightfield can go over there and, and score X amount, I'm sure Kevin Doyle would get ten or fifteen. You and David via could cut it in the championship. No, no. no. Didn't he win the league last year? Last yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I saw him. He's, he's gone to New York, hasn't yeah, he? NYCFC. And I saw him playing um, <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on the highlights <laughs> package, and he was. F- <laughs> Super. Yeah. Honestly, he was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I don't know why he's gone there. I really don't know why he's gone there. I, 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 I can I, think I, of can s- several hundred thousand. <laughs> thousand <laughs> <things>. <laughs> he, he should be playing for somebody like boss I, I saw his goal
2: the other, the other day for them, and it was just—it was a Champions League goal. It was just unreal. Yeah, it's fantastic. That's what Kevin Dill's going to do now. He's going to a Champions yeah. League goal <laughs> <everywhere> <laughs> in Colorado. Kevin Doyle! <laughs> <laughs> He'll go on loan to Man City until the season starts yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye to Kevin Doyle. Well, you know, end of the season, we'll talk about more then. But uh, Colorado, here he comes. Another player that's gone out on loan, um, although Doyle hasn't, is uh, Sam Ricketts. Sam Ricketts has gone on loan for the rest of the season to Swindon. Is this the end of Sam Ricketts now at
1: Wolves? Yeah, contracts yeah, at the end yeah. of the season, isn't it as well? Um, he clearly still wants to be playing football. Mm. I know um, he's been doing a little bit of coaching, hasn't he, um, at Wolves recently? I don't know how integral he's been or whatever, but he's sort of he's definitely been helping out. But I can't see him coming back to. A, I can't see him retiring this summer, to be honest. He, he seems like he still really wants to play. Mm. How old is he? A bit thirty-four. 30,
0: I think. 30, sure. thirty-four. But I'd imagine. I mean, he looks fit. Yeah. So I'd say he probably still got another three or four years left in him if he uses his brain and maybe steps down to League One. He was I, extremely comfortable last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. As a League
3: One player, mm-hmm. he was he was standout. Yeah, well, he was mm. in team of the year wasn't yeah. he he could go to any team in league one and be good yeah definitely
0: yeah. Sam Ricketts was a great deal on both parts I think now the time for him is to move on but he came in he did his job he you know sort of mm. steadied the ship mm-hmm. in a way with yeah. his duties as captain And was he a big reason then why we've had this revival
2: I, I feel so. because he was an older head who mm. came in to shepherd the young flock I'm going to use that analogy <laughs> 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 it, it works just about analogy of the night come on, yeah. <laughs> come on. no he
1: def you know it's quite, quite clear to see he had quite a good effect on all of the young players and I don't think you'd have Danny Bat being the player is this year in terms of his leadership ability without someone like Ricketts
2: uh, best Sam Ricketts moment would it be the goal against Oh yeah. Yeah. It? yeah it's a lot of
0: a good <laughs> <laughs> his celebrations as well Oh, yeah, you're... Mm. you're Oh, the uh, the jump on the
2: shoulder, yeah. Yeah. Trying to do a leapfrog, but couldn't actually quite (laughs) make it. Oh, maybe next time. (laughs) (laughs) Or I could do this when I was a
3: kid. (laughs) Age is creeping up to me now. He was just a complete different sort of player to what we'd had, to what everyone was so disillusioned with before, basically. So a steady head.
2: He was consistent, worked hard. He was just a perfect signing at the time, really. Mm -hmm. And people were complaining that when he came and he was made captain, because I think everybody at the time wanted Danny Bart to be there, Mm -hmm. but... With hindsight now, how amazing decision that was by mm-hmm. Kenny Jackett yeah. to make uh, Ricketts captain, um, and obviously Danny Bart has come in now and and, and he's, he's basically captain. over some Ricketts still club captain, yeah, but <laughs> uh, Danny Bart now kind of taken the mantle over, um, and that's the end of news this week. Wolves got a big win on Friday night in front of the Sky cameras with a two-nil victory over Derby. Which put them firmly in the playoff race. Yes, Brentford and Ipswich got some late results, which annoyed all of us. But it doesn't matter. We got the result we needed and we're firmly in that chase for promotion. I want to talk about the atmosphere firstly because it was 27,500, kind of nearly a sellout, especially for a Friday night game on the telly. Uh, but I think Wolves did quite well doing half price six. That was as well. a really sensible idea, yeah, wasn't it? Well, I haven't experienced anything like that for a while at Mon-Yu. It... it the buzz going into the game was this is a big game and it seemed to not only replicate in the stands but Wolves delivered.
1: Yeah, I mean, because we've bottled it a couple of times this season, haven't we? especially Huddersfield at home when we have a chance to go top and we just did not deliver at all. But it was a big game on Friday night and all the players showed up and it's great display. play. Um, I think the atmosphere definitely helped that.
0: Right? Uh, it reminded me of sort of the... 1996 ish time. <laughs> right. But re- remember that sort of era, like when we lost to Palace in in the playoffs, we lost to Norwich in the playoffs, um, when the atmosphere always seemed to be superb mm. at the Molyneux. You know, even the North Bank would have a goo, the South Bank obviously would generate an atmosphere. But it seemed like, I don't want to say the old days again because I don't want to say that I'm old, but it did remind me of. Of the mid 90s when the atmosphere was 10 times better than mm. what I think we've experienced the last three, four, five years. Um, it felt like a playoffs match. I yeah, almost yeah, yeah, it was like yeah. a knockout
3: game because I thought if we lose tonight, that's probably <coughs> the yeah, end of the yeah, season. Yeah. So to me, it was almost like a cup game because I thought if we carry on, we either season finishes here or it goes on for
2: another few weeks. So I, I, that's what I would compare it to like a mm. cup game. Um, so start the game off, Derby dominated the game, I thought, for a lot of the parts. Thomas probably should have scored. Darren Bench should have probably scored. Anyone notice that Thomas was given the freedom of the pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah he, he, his movement was superb. Really mm. off the ball, he was never stood still. Always moving, always looking to receive the ball. Um, and I f- personally feel that we we struggled to contain him, mm. especially when when he, when he was on the ball. He he looked a real threat, and he looked you know every time he got the ball, he seemed to cause us trouble. Um, So, yeah, I thought he was a standout player for them. I disagree that they dominated the game. I think
3: they dominated possession. Mm -hmm. Um, But, I mean, if you look at the shots, it was mainly from sort of 20, 25 yards. There was only a couple of times they actually got in behind us. They definitely had more of the ball, uh, but I still felt that we had a chance of scoring on the break. I I felt like we could create more clear-cut opportunities than they could. I don't know Mm -hmm. if they were just lacking confidence because they're not
4: scoring goals, but that was definitely the impression I got. I think that difference was that we were quite solid defensively Mm. and going forward our pace was frightening at times. Mm. I thought it was fantastic
1: Mm. going forward. I think say, they definitely had a lot more possession than us, but you know, there's a million one ways to win a football match and having more possession doesn't mean you're gonna score more goals. And frankly, Will Hughes had a very good game and he, you know, is clearly gonna go on to big things. But all he did that game was just do one, two touch passes. But it was just left and right. And Wolves just set up you know, they're two banks of four and if it's 30 yards out, you'd be happy all day as a defender Mm. doing that because we know we've got, you know, Jackie will have drilled into them this week. Just keep your concentration levels, keep your discipline because as as soon as we win that ball back, we are going up the field and we're going to have a good chance of scoring. I mean, you
3: look at his... Opposing number like McDonald, mm. he wasn't involved on the ball as much. But you look at some of the passes; he's obviously set up the goal. He's also played that the ball over the top when Fobi's uh, at the. I think that's just good.
1: That might have its own segment. Later. Sky Sports yeah. calling <laughs> yeah. yeah. it clearance. Yes. <laughs> To managed to break, to, they managed time. to clear their lines and they've managed to break. And yeah. they went, "Oh, I think we might have done a little disservice there." You <laughs> <we care> <laughs> <now?"> <laughs> well, if you're not watching Kevin McDonald at all in the last month, King of yeah. Through Balls, <laughs> King of Through Balls,
2: uh, Thomas Kuzak can't <sighs> catch a ball. That's why I do not think Thomas Kuzak would ever be good at Pokemon? He can never can catch, catch a ball. them all. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> um, can't seem to catch a ball but can pull off, as Regan says, some fantastic TV saves. Could Derby have killed the game by half-time if it wasn't for some
0: of Kuzak's saves? Definitely. Yeah, I, I think that was the difference. I thought both teams, technically on the ball, played well. But I think if you look at the shooting, I thought our shooting was terrible first off. And Derby's shooting, every shot was accurate and on target mm. and troubled our keeper. I don't remember League Grant being troubled. If I'm being honest, yeah, yeah. The yeah that, pho- that phobia one, yeah, the oh, yeah
4: that yeah. first time volley come across. Yes, yes. That's yes, a good save. Yes, but that was probably the only time he was struggling.
0: Yeah, You know, I thought, I thought Derby trouble every time they had a shot, it the trouble, the trouble was where we didn't, which I thought was the difference in the first half, and then I think the difference in the second half was again. I thought I think it was both evenly matched tec- technical wise, mm. but. They just made more individual mistakes did, than we did. Do you think if Kuzak decided to catch some of these balls, which he could
2: comfortably do, he w- he could really challenge Kimi for taking off the top when he comes mm-hmm. back? Definitely. I think
0: yeah. shot stopping. Yeah. I'd say they're on a par. But it's, with Kuzak, it's more than the catching. I think the command of his area is poor. Yeah, his distribution's his, poor his, as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a yeah. kicking, kicking technique. Yeah. I think there's, there's more to it than, than just the catching and the punching. I mean it, it infuriates me that there's several times over the last few weeks where a ball's coming through and you can see the frustration in the defenders thinking, why isn't he coming There There's one example.
3: Gold- Goldborn stuck it on his chest and it's going towards Kushak and Kushak's literally stood on his line, mm-hmm. not moved the centimeter and Goldborne's had to clip it back across yeah. for a throw. yeah Akemi would come out and clear Goldborn out as well. He'd just come and take everything. Yeah. He's got a bit of a
1: Michael Oakes about him. This is a very <laughs> yeah. similar situation yeah, yeah. to Michael Oakes yeah. and Matt Murray about ten years ago. The, both very very similar goalkeepers, and the fact he can't catch a ball and stays on his line, and his kicking is not brilliant, is exactly the same as Michael Oakes. But his shot stopping is second to none. Yeah, I think being so. a shot stopper, it's a prerequisite but it's a prerequisite for a goalkeeper, isn't it? You know, you get in the FA Cup all the time, don't you? Where you've got a goalkeeper who's pulling off wonder saves because you know that's bottom line for a goalkeeper. The next step up is being, as you say, command your area, your kicking, the way you come out and dominate your area, and I. I think these days Kushak seems to like that compared to Akimi. Well, if yeah. you add,
3: like, we're saying, could he challenge Akemi, I think he could, but it would be adding a lot to his game. It would be adding kicking, speed of distribution, speed mm. of thought, because I think is quicker in terms of knowing where the ball's going. Mm. I think he's more like an outfield player in terms of he gets the ball, he already knows where it's
2: going, he's catching, he's command. Mm. So, no, I don't actually. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the big uh, controversial decision at the end of the first half was Derby, I'm going to say oddly, had a goal disallowed, pulled back for a free kick, and potentially, what should Danny Bart have been sent off? So, the, key, the question is gentlemen should Danny Bart have been sent off, and should it have been a Derby goal to lead half time?
1: No, it shouldn't have been a goal. He blew mm-hmm. the whistle quite a lot. Yeah, he, he, he blew the whistle. Um, yeah. He did blow the whistle mm-hmm. and then Kushat kicked it. And, you know, anyone can. Would you no. call it a kick, really? Well, clear. <laughs> It, it
3: down, he fell passed. on the ball. <laughs> yeah,
1: whatever you want to call it. It's a completely call? different phase. It's not yeah, even like
3: no, Bent's gone down and someone's. And he's got back up and yeah, put no, it in. Yeah, I think. I think How do you know that if the whistle doesn't go, Kushat doesn't take a touch and clear his lines properly? Hmm. Yeah,
1: so. I think for that, I've not really got an issue with the refereeing. But if he's given that decision, which. Again, yeah, I think he's probably wrong. He's got to send him. I him. don't know how in the world he hasn't even booked him. I, d- <laughs> I, I initially thought, because I thought, oh, God, he's going to go in. I thought, he's given a bit of time here, so he's just thinking about it. And then I thought, oh, God, he's still, he, no, it might just be a booking. And then I was like, no, no, okay. he's That da- just walks back into the wall. <laughs> okay. e- everyone be quiet. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe you'll think I'm um, Macaulay or someone. I don't know. <laughs> but I think if if the
0: ref has if he's given the free kick he's got to send it back do you reckon the ref bottled it massively I watched it on Sky
3: because I'm not fully on the bandwagon yet give (laughs) it (laughs) a couple of weeks yeah but Don Goodman the amount of times he brought it up I reckon he mentioned it another 40 times during the game and he he kept going I don't want to keep mentioning this red card but he should have had a red card and
2: then we'd have another chance, and he'd go, would they have had that chance if Danny Baffling was Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> someone's got the game recorded. Someone, play the game back, just for your fancast love, and count how many times Don Goodman said <laughs> that. <laughs> 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 uh, so we went into the second half, and the game opened up for Wolves, and Nua got the opening goal. I thought, not just the goal, but I thought Nua actually played quite well in mm-hmm. um, the game. Mm-hmm. Really across that box.
3: Sky were really- absolutely loving him. Was yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just saying how good he was, how sharp
2: he looked. I like how we've got this difference perspective. We've got the, yeah. the, the the real life and the the <laughs> TV. TV it's the real guy. Not my favourite. This is good.
0: But and it was good to see that we played a four four two and it worked, mm. which was quite yeah, because yeah. you know we've been scared to well. play that for mm. years and yeah. years and years now, and it's good to see that we actually have the personnel now be able to pull off the four four two, which is a, which is quite promising, but I thought, Dicko, you know, is superb, I thought, a Foulby, he surprised me how good he is in the air, mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think Holden the, the Derby defender them. won one header against yeah. him, his aerial ability was absolutely superb. It was a good goal by him, Dicko, though, nutmeg three of them, I think. Yeah, I think the keeper's got to say yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It was excellent work by Nick in the
1: first place, wasn't it, because he de- de- it like was that, yeah. definitely sort of... Mm- Pounced upon it, didn't he? It wasn't like he just fell straight to his feet. He did see where the pass was going, and you know, he had presence of mind to put in Dicko. Because
0: I, I thought he'd, he'd messed it up yeah. he was, when he was running yeah. through and he took it wide. I thought, Oh, you idiot! It down, but yeah. and, and then you know, the next thing you know, it's in the back of the net. Yeah. So, plenty of you picked
3: it up watching <laughs> it live, but when Dicko went off, he was in sit down for the rest of the game. The camera kept mm. came focusing on him, and he was leaning over the back of his chair. just. Kind of... I
0: think that was. Yeah. Brilliant by oh, Jacket though, fantastic mm, yeah. so to make that change and yeah. then to go to the four two three one or four five one whatever, yeah. um, because Derby they the game. To be they killed us when once we Rock scored. God, it was we we them. sort of switched off, didn't we? And we yeah. allowed them to play. I sat feel back. we allowed basically, them to play. We so basically
1: could have dug a trench on our 18-yard yeah. box, which is out. always the Wolves yeah. way. Though. Yeah, <laughs> and,
0: and I think exactly. Jacket making that tactical change was won us the game. Yeah, I think because we if we would have kept the four four two, I think they would have equalised. I think we'd have lost the game. Yeah, because yeah. it was just,
3: if Derby would have scored during that period, it's really hard to then come back mm-hmm. into the game mm-hmm. once yeah. you've decided, well, this is probably it, it was,
1: now. Yeah, so it was really good because he brought on Edwards and Van Le Parrot and like it almost gave us like two different dimensions for defending because you know Edwards is going to chase it all day, mm. but Van Le Parrot also does quite a good job defensively just because of his pace not in terms of getting back, but he scares the life out of your full-back, which is, means he's not going to bomb on. And he just gave them that bit of a mix, as they weren't sure whether to stick or twist. Um, I think, you say, there's been a couple of times this season when Jackets made a tactical decision and it hasn't paid off. Mm-hmm. So, like, against Forrest at home, when we were 1-0 down, he brought on MacLinden. Yeah, it was McElindon. Um And... All of a sudden we just conceded two in about the space of five minutes afterwards and mm. it just didn't work. But like you say, I we could have lost that game if we didn't make those changes.
2: Defensive, I thought we did really well, especially in the second half with uh, Barton Stearman in the middle.
0: Won all mm. the second balls, cleared yeah. it away, straight away. The
1: full-backs were really good. I don't think I've seen a one be- play a better oh, game it was for us. Superb yeah. goalball model. absolutely superb. I mean, yeah. I... I play of the season, do you know? Well,
0: yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I, I don't think Derby got in behind our defence once, did they? I can't mm. think of no, I can think of. And mm. I don't know whether it's their tactics, but they're scared to put a cross in Derby. Mm, there was, there was mm, that one in the, the, the first ball.
3: half where Bent, like when they whipped the ball like, oh, across, yeah, and yeah, ben, yeah. Bent slid towards mm. it. He was outside them, but they didn't yeah, give it, yeah. did they? Yeah. But I mean, I can't think of another occasion where they actually got behind us. Yeah. There's a lot of long shots, a lot yeah, of them outside
1: mm-hmm. the, the 18-yard box, but that just shows how good we were defensively, that we're forcing them into shots from long range which nine times out of ten you're going to go in the stack look who's actually going to take care of which you did and then
2: we came to a glorious moment in the game Lee Grant with the second goal I've watched that back and we've all obviously laughed Rob you've (laughs) all tweeted (laughs) 20 times but all I can think of is that he's watching the ball. He's conscious that Danny Bart's there, so he's thinking that Danny Bart is going to, to muscle in for the ball. Mm. Doesn't realise that he's fallen over because he's just looking at the ball. <laughs> so he, because I'm like, you think how slow that ball's going? You can just catch it. Mm. So he must think that Danny Bart's still there, is going to back to hustle him. So he's going to punch it and then.
1: It well, was just amazing because so, the ball came in and clearly it just went high. Thinking, oh, it's just gone high. You know, it's going down the pitch. Wait, no, it's. That's not going anywhere upfield. Hang on, hang on. How is that happen? How has he punched it so it's gone behind you? <laughs> yeah, that's it's what I didn't get.
2: Just defy physics. And I love the size back. It took the size back a couple of seconds <laughs> to realise yeah.
0: it had gone in. But I, I think the whole ground you sort of anticipate it. the ref to blow his whistle and give a free kick against yeah. the ballkeeper. Mm. Even when he's not touched even, him. Even though um, Danny Bart didn't touch him, I'm still surprised he didn't get a free kick. He, he, no. it's, it's gone that bad now. We've you do have to breathe yeah. near a goal because he ran out. across yeah. him.
3: I think I thought the linesman was going to flag and think that he'd like run into him mm. or something and mm. got he' just
2: got it wrong. But just, uh, what is it with Van der Parre and crosses that yeah. seem to somehow go in? Because they're they're right. so talented, <laughs> the best judgment of all time. <laughs> Correct. Yep sticking by it did you honestly say yeah it was the first podcast of the season yeah. it was the best one you've ever seen no ever played <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, that, and that basically gave Wolves the win obviously after 90 minutes a lot of time finished and Wolves won 2-0 it's not right for more beginners <laughs> Uh, Sacco got one of the match. Um, I was a bit good did he didn't get that last goal. Oh, right? yeah. oh, yes. oh, yeah. And it was a classic Rose uh,
0: Z Sacco shot. But Sacco,
2: did, did he deserve one of the match? I thought, I thought it was a bit like a captain's
0: performance actually from Sacco. I thought his work rate right was brilliant mm. when he was closing down the ball.
3: The way he played was like, he was led by example. He was almost like the second captain on there. Uh, the way he worked in the second half, picked up the ball, didn't give up
2: a
1: tackle all half. I thought he was absolutely brilliant. His tracking back was really good on yeah. the as well. You know, he properly put in a shift.
2: There's something about him turning and dancing in the middle with the ball. He just seems to effortlessly get past mm. in, in the centre of the pitch. It's ridiculous. But I was
0: like, oh, Sacco. 30, will he be 13th goal this season? Mm, yeah. yeah. And yeah. He's, uh, how he's got, was he our host goal for last season? <laughs>
2: Probably
0: was. was. And he was he the season before, go, wasn't
2: he? Yeah, it yeah, would have been him or Griffith. He probably could the still get it this season, figures. three years in yeah. a row. While yeah. he's, well, he's a, leading. Yeah, yeah. By quite a bit as well, isn't he? Yeah, because yeah, Froben's yeah, on eighth. I, I think, think, eight, think Dicko's yeah. got about 10 or 11. Yeah. I yeah. Oh, has he? Yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah. Who else came out of the game well? Goldborn on
1: Saturday? Friday, sorry. Both fullbacks played really well. When I say Goldborn's. I don't think I've seen him play better. No. Um, no, I think that's probably the best game he's played for. I think. did quite like Jack. I thought Jack Price did well in the midfield, but I also liked how he kept shouting at Will Hughes because obviously Will Hughes, very good young player, and he, you know, he loves Derby, but he does get. He was getting really frustrated and just, uh, just shouted at the referee. You could, and you could just see Price just walking over and just shouting at him. It was great <laughs> for the night. I love, I
2: love that tweet you put up about um, Jack Price looking like a young royal king. You like right? right? so yeah, yeah. when well, I looked at he did. It's mental, I couldn't believe it when I saw it. A big game for Wolves on Friday night, three points. Because, like Ben, you said, if we'd lost that game, that probably would have been it, out of the
0: race. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you, yeah. when you look at how the results went Saturday, I think it would have. I think oh, we've got Saturday. a lot of work to do now. And, you know, we're only a point off. Two points. I think we've got a lot, to, a lot of work <laughs> to do now. <laughs> and we're only two points off. I so imagine if we had five points off, then... Mm. I think that just would have been too much and it would have killed us. And you can sort of sense the excitement amongst the Wolves fans now. It's brilliant. And then on the last day when we miss out... Someone shouts up.
3: What
2: for have conceded? Yeah! That's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> because there's bad good
0: radios, I understand. Didn't that happen to us before, though? Didn't it? It did yeah. happened yeah. happen yeah. a couple of years. Yeah, it, it happened was, a few years. I think year. What for was actually the best place. Blackpool, I think, it wasn't I I we, we, finished we finished seven. Did we need them to draw or something like that? We had of difference, I think, didn't we? Yeah, we We needed to win didn't we? We've conceded. that one's like, they're absolutely nuts. then
3: No, they
2: haven't. Everyone literally on that last game, no-one's going to be watching the match. They're all going to be on the phones. Mm. You can see 20,000 people on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll lose th- 3 at home to Millwall. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. What we should do is on the advertisement boards, they should have the latest scores pop up so <laughs> the players can see yes. them. I need to get, we need to get a move on here, boys. Come on. Pop it, lads. <laughs> uh,
2: and now we're hitting the international break, which Wolves notoriously <laughs> do terrible out of.
0: So, yeah. It just kills everything, doesn't
3: yeah. it? It's horrible. I want another game tonight, another game Saturday, just mm. keep playing football. Yeah. Yes, yeah. 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 It's annoying because
2: it's come at the worst time, isn't it? Because Wolves are in a momentum run now and uh, it could all break away. So Wolves have seven games to go after the international break and out of those seven games, how many points do we think Wolves are going to get out of a possible... Twenty-one. Um, the games are uh, Forest Away firstly, on the 3rd of April, which is my birthday, so I'm just going to put that out there. Uh, <laughs> Jab, can I? Uh, oh, good, yeah, good Oh, good Friday? Yeah, on Friday. It will be a good oh. Friday. <laughs> um, Bank Rider Monday leads at home. Then we've got a double bill of away games against Birmingham and Middlesbrough. Ipswich at home on the 18th, which is on Sky Game. Uh, Wigan away. Best uh, night out of all time, Ben? In the world. Yes. And uh, final game of the season at home to Millwall. Before we all have a go with each other about wh- how many points and such. Let's go around the table and how many points people will think. Luke, I'll start with you. Just points wise.
0: Um, points wise, twenty one out of, of twenty one. My pessimistic head says eleven points. Right, but my head head <laughs> <laughs> says. Um,
2: 15. 15. Rob. I was going to say 15 as well, actually. 15. Yeah. Rich. Let me just check. He's done I, I
1: made. I thought this might come up, so i of made a quick note. Um, Go with the two. This, yeah. Can't uh, use two twice. I can't use two again. <laughs> yeah. 14. Yeah. 14. Yeah. 14.
2: Jay. 16. 16. Ben. Uh, 15. 15. Oh, I've gone for 12. Ooh. Ooh. Where do people think we're going to win and drop points in these next seven games? Points against Forest. Yeah, I'll against Forest.
1: Mm-hmm. It's against Middlesbrough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, do you want to see? There we, there we go. R- got, we, can can share, no we can share between three. Oh, yeah, that's a
3: point against Forest. Okay,
1: Forest
4: <laughs> first. What do we all think? Oh, Forest were absolutely horrendous on Saturday against Norwich. Really? really? Yeah.
2: And do we think that if we beat Forest, okay. that's technically Forest? Any, any kind of dream? Forest right out of it. Yeah. 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 Forest out of it. Okay. I'm always sceptical. I think they'll beat also... us <laughs> up. I think. I think they'll beat
1: us. I've I've gone for a draw. I'll, I'll um, take a point Yeah, that's sort yeah. of my
4: thinking uh, Leeds at home I
2: think win, yeah, comfortable
1: we'll yeah,
4: yeah. be at
2: them 5-0 it's we
1: it. that actually. pessimistic head <laughs> right. yeah I'm <laughs> <that, that, that laughs> <not laughs> pessimistic
4: we'll
2: be at them 5-0 uh, then we've got Birmingham away um, which have given us
1: 4,000 tickets mm-hmm. for, you know? win I've put, yeah I've gone win they win. are
3: awful I've gone for a draw <laughs> they are awful we
0: have got Clayton Donaldson they already. played us
3: when it was their manager's first game so that was like their bump and they were horrendous and we still drew. I just can't see them beating us. Cut to us losing four Jay, well.
4: we're going to have football 0 uh, Birmingham. We'll win. We'll win. I can't see them winning that at all. They're so bad. They're so inconsistent. I, I, I don't think they'll deal with the pressure. If we we That game in form, I reckon that will absolutely batter them. We've not got a bad record at
0: St Andrews, either, mm, have we, in yeah, recent, recent years?
4: We even won there, we made that terrible season, we went down,
2: didn't we? Mm. 3 0 on the as well. It was yeah. Blythe, wasn't it? Yeah, he yeah, yeah. yeah. right, busted his leg. Yeah.
3: Iwo like yeah. 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 hey, well, it broke his leg like there as well, didn't mm. he? Yeah. Yeah. Touch wood. <laughs> 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 and it's a phobia. he's on the old. <laughs> oh no! Jesus <laughs>
2: Christ, think
3: Played in that game against He, did, he, did, yeah, yeah. he was absolutely horrendous. <laughs> Remember when he came in and people were like, Who's this? <laughs> but then When we played, yeah, yeah. played Rodham no in the championship, I text my mate saying, If this Dicko scores,
2: I'm <laughs> watching Wolves again. He's <laughs> <It's laughs> the worst trick. player in the world. <laughs> yeah, he scored two, didn't he, or three? Oh way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, then we've got Middlesbrough away, which would be a massive game. I know we we played them at the home, we won two 0 They they were there were shadow aside that that were you know how, how good they were, but this time around, if they're up for that top two, they're going to be on form as well. Especially Patrick Bamford, who mm-hmm. And normally he's a very very good player. Did anyone see the goal against Derby? Lovely. Yeah. Mm, yeah, such a good goal.
0: Have yeah. you saw their defensive record? Yeah, I can like see the thirty. I
2: know. Wolves and Middlesbrough have got the joint highest clean sheets this season so far with seventeen. Mm. Little stat for you right there. Good Note it in the pad. Rich <laughs> <laughs> Next week's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Middlesbrough away. What do we think for that one? Middlesbrough away. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't I can't really right. two I nil. Not two a nil yeah, that, uh, and, I think we
1: can uh, almost afford to lose one game. To be honest, in our, if we've got any chance, yeah, I think it's almost got to be middles with just a few other teams. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh Then Ipswich at home, which is a Saturday lunchtime kickoff. Win. Oh, I think we'll win yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah like or oh,
1: it's one of them.
0: Will McCarthy come back to haunt us and snatch like a. 84th minute eagle, like, a, a, like
2: a 95th minute winner. Yeah, just something yeah. horrible. I just oh, really hope his <laughs> head. Oh, <it's laughs> going to be better. You, you, be oh, yeah. you watch him score. You watch him. I just really hope that Jacket can just
3: out-tactic him and beat him like four now Sweet. Just <laughs> to prove like <laughs> people go like, oh, I'd love Mick McCarthy oh. back. All you oh. passion—that's what we you yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Still get people, who, you know, non fans still come when you tell me sports. Ah, she's never got rid of McCarthy. Even now, <laughs> we
2: uh, Then we have got Ips, not Ipswich Wigan away, win. I've gone. Greatest tr- night out in the world. Wigan away, a hungover win. I've gone for a draw. For I've one. gone draw as well. Because I just, I, I don't know where well, well, they'll be relegation wise. Well. And if they are relegated, last they're probably their last home game of the season. will they want to put on a? But their half form is shocking. Jermaine it's Pennant. really bad. Does he play for Wigan? Yeah, yeah, he two, yeah. he's good two. He's got two free yeah. kicks the other week. Jeez. Did you see this? his second free kick? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wigan <sighs> gentlemen.
1: Any... Yeah, I've gone draw.
2: Draw. Rob? I'd say win. Oh, Wigan will win that one. And file home game this season. Mm. Millwall at home. Millwall, I would think, are going to be down by mm. then. Um, and it obviously it will just depend on... Where we're at, where do we need that win by four goals to win? To if get if the we Lazars, don't beat Millwall, then we don't deserve to be in the playoffs. No, we've frankly. just got to yeah. make sure
3: we score four because Ricardo Fuller will score a hat trick.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember that away game when it was three nil, and I was like, oh, "Yeah, we've done this now." And then when he went three one straight away, crap, mm. we're going to give this away,
1: aren't we? I turned to my I was in Cardiff on a day out or something. That three one, you watched it. So we are not going to win this game. They're like, oh, come on, you've got ages. No, we're not going to win this game. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> don't want to talk about it. 12 to 15 points is enough for Wolves to be in the playoffs. Do you yeah, think Wolves yeah. haven't got the best of runs? I think it depends should, where the points come. Have actually. you seen all
0: the other mm-hmm. teams running, though? I've seen some of them. They've, they've, got, all, they've all got to play each other. Yeah. yeah. Bar Brentford. Brentford have got a fairly, I will not say easy running, but they've got the best out of the lot. But if you look at all the other teams, they're going to be taking mm-hmm. points off each other, which could play into our favour. Mm-hmm.
3: I feel like Brentford are stuttering a little bit. Because that last two games now they've been really poor. Millwall they were awful. Mm. They were lucky to get a point Mm. against one of the worst sides in the division. They'll
2: be the surprise package of the season, really, won't they? Brentford. You wouldn't have thought Brentford would be a top six team this season. It's scary to think
1: that you know at the end of the season you might possibly have two promoted teams challenging for you know you've got two uh, promoted teams challenging for the playoffs. Mm. Um, with us in Brentford, yeah. Because then they lost the manager as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're so still, yeah. They're early. still playing for for
2: him, aren't they? You yeah. Know, you would have thought they'd be like, oh yeah, whatever yeah. now. But they're still going for it. On a, another manager note, Jay, you uh, met Kenny kind of, Jack in <coughs> your kind of press world at the end of the day. You noted how what a nice
4: guy he was. He was very calm, very professional. He, I don't know. Like, have you, did,
2: have you spoken to in your kind of you work for BBC Sport Online? Mm. So you've spoken to other managers previously before a few of them, a yeah. few. So, compared to what was he, was he like as a professional in you know, that professional
4: capacity dealing with him? I said, it, It's the first manager I've seen where he's really spoken to you on a human level, and that sounds weird, but there's no spin there. You meet him, and like when I met him, he was sat down, and he immediately got up and shook my hand, asked my name, had like a bit of general chit chat, which I thought was nice, and then like we almost sat down together and then we talked, and he. Gives you some eye contact sometimes. I just felt like you know he deals with people quite well, mm. more of a chat than an interview. Sort yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah, like definitely. And he, he, I mean, I know managers to an extent these days are media trained, but I don't know. There's, there's just a warmth about Jacket, and definitely a professionalism. There's just something where he accommodates you when he speaks to you, and I think that's that's a good characteristic mm. of a manager. But I think. Maybe that's part of the reason why we're doing so well since he's been down here. Is
0: just that he can deal with people and the press quite... Never seems flustered, does he? I mean, well, I know hmm. since he's, we've not really had to go through a period where, you know, it might come under heavy criticism, but did we go through that period in sort of October time? And when we wasn't winning, fans were a bit sort of, should he stay, should he go? But even then, he always seemed really calm and intelligent. Like, he knew... What he was talking a, about. a good example of that is I saw him after the
4: Fulham FA Cup match when we lost on penalties and you could tell he was livid you could tell he was absolutely fuming but when he spoke he spoke with thought and he was calm and he considered everything he said before he said it and I thought that was good, he wasn't worried about giving the press a line, he wanted to explain mm. himself properly and I thought that was good
3: well, Managers because... that like build themselves on you know, being hilarious in post-match interviews, so you McCarthy's and your Holloway. Is it Holloway? Yeah, oh, yeah Holloway. Yeah, yeah. It sounded weird when I said it. Then, um, yeah. when it's going badly, they seem so. It just seems horrendous when it's going badly. Like McCarthy, when it's not going well, is no longer funny. When he's just churning out cliche after cliche, he just you just become bitter. I think it's really quick to become funny to bitter. Whereas Jack, it's just he answers questions as they're asked he'll mm. give he'll give an actual answer like I was saying to you if they say well what went wrong today he won't say he won't give a reason like a tabloid oh, reason oh well why didn't you play for example why didn't you play Lee Evans today he won't come out and say well he's not performed in training he'll say well we're trying to change the shape we was looking for different sort of different sort of areas and we felt like we could you know other players would suit it better mm. and it's not a story then because people don't want to write about him. Jacket changes tactics Yeah, yeah it's not yeah, a yeah. story it's not a
2: headline. Yeah. that's why I always find it surreal that um, me and Ben have read this that the family life and death and football book that Michael Carvin wrote I always find it surreal now when you see Jacket in an interview and he's so serious and then you read his book and you see him like, swearing his head off in half time team talks, yeah, yeah. and it's just like that is the same person mm-hmm. obviously managers are going to be in their dressing room having to go to players and swearing their head off but when you see this professionalism that Jacket puts on in the, in, in the media it's always very surreal to re- read this. What, what did he say? <laughs> it, it's ridiculous. So, uh,
0: Do you reckon he's got the hair-dry treatment in him? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely.
4: You can tell. Not not to be critical, but there's one thing that did strike out. Like He did an interview with us for an hour, and in that hour he said that nothing was happening with Doyle, and he didn't expect anything to happen with Doyle. And then the following day... <laughs> Oh, he's gone to Colorado Rapids. Oh, well, right, things, like, things like that have happened with Jackie in the last yeah, year.
2: Yeah. He does play his close to his chest. Yeah. Well. But I think that's a good tactic to have because if you start going, oh, yeah, this might happen, or mm. might, or this might happen, then p- there's, especially with the social media world, there's this expectation. Mm. And mm. then when it doesn't happen, you get people jumping on going, why is this going on? So it might not even be Jackie's decision. Yeah. Yeah. To, well, no,
1: he's, Saturday, you know. he's head coach, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. So in terms of transfers, it's probably not directly from him. But
2: sometimes just denial. And not saying anything, he's always because then you kind of surprise people and go, "Oh yeah, we're, we're doing mm. that now." It's like
1: when you
0: come home with a lipstick on your shirt, isn't it? That's one in the first year, <laughs> denial, <laughs> denial,
4: <laughs> denial Denial. There's no there's no spin there. There's no mind games with him. Yeah. It's not like we've got like a top Premier League manager like you know like Mourinho or Van Halen or something who's more interested in themselves, you know, as well as tactics or explaining themselves to the press. I think I think he's very wary about his job, and he wants to come across. Well, for what he does, not for who he is. Yeah.
0: yeah. Do you think he could cut it in the Prem? I think he could. You know, I, think I, was, so. I was a little. I, a, think I was a little
1: worried at the start of this season he might not be able to cut it completely in the Championship just because his record previously with Millwall. Mm. But I think it's now turned out that just Millwall weren't very good, um, <laughs> more than he was. Just he wasn't a great manager. But there's no reason why he can't. You know, I've just...
3: seen a few tweets on Friday night actually for some Millwall fans and like Millwall blogs and stuff mm. saying it still makes me
2: feel sick hearing them sing Super Kenny Jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see Kenny Jacket deal with a big star player, and I'm, I'm not uh, not really to Sacco to an extent, but I think that, y- you know that, that, I'd that, like that, to that... see him deal with Bayer, like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> But that it, that's the Premier League next level, isn't it? It's bringing in a couple of quality players who will demand more money and make it it's like it's like, well, I, this is why I think Ancelotti has done such a brilliant job Real because he has to kind of keep all those big players happy and he gets the best out at, them at the same time and that's what if Wolves we'll did get to the Premier League and they have to bring in those players you and, want Ancelotti yeah basically yeah. <laughs> and if they have to uh, break that way structure yeah. it's then keeping mm. everyone else happy and mm. these big stars getting the best out of them we
1: sort of said about um, Jack is he likes to treat the club's money as he would do his own mm. so he's almost quite protective of what he wants to spend it on um, and you say if he has to spend a lot of money on someone I'd be you know, well I don't know I think I think he could if he spends on
2: £5 million on a player he I've got to the point to now be... I'll be like I will completely trust this guy It's going to be not will but he's going to be amazing he's been Isn't reasonably ruthless though this, mm. this year it's
3: not like you can't see us, if he went to the Premiership, like, well, I'll still play all this team. Because think about it, Ricketts would play every single mm. game last year. Yeah, he's yeah, gone yeah. up, he's not good enough, he won't play anymore. Just come out of the team completely. Yeah. Mm. And Jacobs. that was it. Jacobs. Yeah. Mm. He's, he's happy enough to get to a level and think, okay, these aren't good enough. They were good enough for me last year, but we need to progress now, so mm. these won't play anymore. And that's a massive thing. you look at.
0: That's where we struggled with McCarthy, I feel. Yeah.
3: Because he yeah, wasn't ruthless enough. You reach yeah. a level and then that's the level. Yeah. Whereas
1: Jacket's quite happy to say, okay, thanks for that. See you later. Because it'll be someone like James Henry, he will be your next... Yeah. It'll be, it'll be someone like that, Um, who'll be sort of the next on the chopping board.
2: Oh I've got Not literally. got <laughs> a about the future wars, And that's where we'll leave this week's podcast. Thank you for listening. Follow us on uh, at WG UFC FanCast on Twitter. Facebook Walls Football Fancast show and on the website WallsFancast.com. Thanks to our sponsors, Opera Creative. If you're looking for a new website to be built, check out OperaCreative.com. International break. So we won't have a podcast for a a couple of weeks. Um, So we'll be back hopefully post Leeds and Forest, but I might be away as well. So I need to try and find somebody to uh, fill in. So for this week, it's bye from Luke. See you later. Bye from Rob. Cheers, guys. Bye from Rich. Bye. Bye from Jay. Bye from Ben. Evening. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> just getting the timing right for yeah, people are yeah, listening yeah. and it's Bob from me we'll see you next time morning